2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers' Lounge. Yeah, I hate the Losers' Lounge. What are you looking lounges? for, Adam? My charger. I don't know. Oh, do you have my charger? No,
1: I don't have your charger. Not every charger on Earth belongs to you. This is, is it? my charger.
2: It's my charger.
1: <laughs> wow, I don't like how this is going. <laughs> is this are we, we going to get
2: contentious here is right this off the bat? Is my first
1: day in prison? This, yeah,
2: what, what are we doing my charger. Nuggets fall to the Phoenix Sun. The Finals score. What were their names? What was it? What was that game? 140 to 130. All offense, not a lot. Actually, I don't know if there wasn't a lot of defense. There just was a lot of offense in this game. I mean, there was a lot of shooting. Both teams damn near 50% from the three-point line throughout the entire game. Nobody can miss. We're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app. Didn't win money today on the all-app. But I'm here in the Losers' Lounge man, to like suffer bad, together.
1: Bad bummer vibes through and through. This show,
2: it just all, the show started before I thought it was going to. I got I got D-Line over here. What's
1: up, guys? Uh, life is pain. None of us deserve love or joy. And um, Adam lost all of
2: his money. So at least one good thing happened. Joke's on you. I have neither love nor joy. Over, over here, the man wearing Phoenix Suns purple. It's, it's oh, Devalier.
0: I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to <laughs> pin the, the chat against me.
2: Hey, they're angry. I'm just making sure they're not at me. Anybody
0: but me. <laughs> that's the type of person you are, huh? I really hate being in losers' lounges. It's not fun. I know. Um, it's not where we belong. None of us belong to be like. Oh, I, I, feel like oh, I, totally right I feel like a total loser right now. I feel like such a loser. Well, I'm like the. I founder. don't belong. Yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> that's true. You should, We've got like rubbed our stink on you. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I apologize for
2: my stink. <laughs> um, the there's a lot. There's so many layers to this. You know, I guess I should. I just do the what do we get the fast, the fast read, the rundown. I'm not even Okay, interested. let's go to the fast rundown real quick. <laughs> so I could just bitch. go through. Sorry. What's that? I appreciate that but we have a show to do we are out of sorts right now we are really out of sorts uh all right this game I actually didn't take good notes because it was a fantastic game like this was such was a, a good game, game that I didn't want to tweet so I didn't like, want not, to take I'm notes like, not mad like the game is so very good, all right, good. I'm, I'm a little mad I'm with you like this is what I mean is I feel a little weird because part of me feels like yeah, you is. did what you could do you yep. know this but a part of me is like they're the you have to be perfect and the nuggets were 95 90 ish 95 percent perfect so they almost did it. Uh, Jokic was locked in to start this game. He's going right at Ayton. no problem. In fact, he was from a scoring perspective. What did he go? Nine of 10 tonight from the field, only 10 shots, but he was locked in early. Just making everything also locked in tonight. Devin Booker. He was very in. And by the way, this was one of those games where Devin Booker very clearly was trying to make a, a statement game. You know, he had to comment something earlier about like Jokic doesn't was basically saying Jokic doesn't deserve consideration for the MVP it's only a false criteria that is allowing him to do this um I think there's some undertones to the, what he was trying to get at at this one and uh, tonight you could tell that he came out wanting to make a point and he, to his, he had to tip your hat to him he was absolutely fantastic in this game he had 17 in the first quarter Bones comes in he misses he gets to the line right away misses two free throws Back-to-back. Back back. Gets pissed off about it. So what's he do? It. Decides to score the next 10 points of the game. Absolutely goes nuclear. He was incredible. Uh, great game. First quarter was just like haymaker after haymaker. Second quarter, Bones leading the way, playing with an edge. Jay Crowder made three threes in a row. This is what kind of game it was. Nobody missed. It was like, let's see who blinks first. Neither team blinked. Um, the game was physical as hell, especially inside. Like I don't understand... The contact that was allowed tonight. And then, like, down the stretch, it got, like, super tight. And you're like, what the hell is happening tonight? But this was an incredibly physical game. The refs were just like, hey, it's a lot of energy. We're just going to let them play. Booker's still cooking. Nobody on either team would miss a three. And then Joker hurts his wrist. He comes back into the game. He hurts his wrist. He shoots two free throws. He misses both of them. That, to me, is like, of what is going to be the lasting story of tonight's game. All of this other stuff is going to fade away in 48 hours. Joker's wrist. I'm concerned. We'll find out what happens. Third quarter, Monte knocks down a three. A couple of them. Chris Paul, fully, it took him a, a half to get back to his bullshit. Did you guys notice? Yeah, like, dude, The did. first half he was trying some bullshit, wasn't getting called. Like He stopped in front of someone, fell down, looked at the ref, got mad. Third quarter, though, it's like, oh, I figured I remember how to do this. It was just all these little bullshit plays. Yeah. <laughs> You don't want to say anything?
1: Well, are we allowed to chime in on the fast recap? Are the you quick doing... Recap? Yeah,
2: the, fi- the quick recap has, like, quick commentary. Oh, I was not aware of that. Uh, uh, I agree with what you said. Aaron Gordon got rolling for a little bit. <laughs> Devin Booker still rolling. Uh, and then Bones Highland shot the buzzer. Give the Nuggets a two-point lead. This is my only note I have of the fourth quarter. This is how into the game I was. Beamos, Be- Bismack Biombo suckered Boogie into taking a really dumb shot. Yo, Boogie played a dumb game. Boogie's, like... The thing about him is... It was so obvious that Biombo could not guard him, and it was so obvious that Biombo knew he couldn't guard him, <laughs> and it was so obvious that Biombo's like, you know what I can do is piss him off and see if he's dumb enough to like just do dumb stuff. God and guess what? But he's like, I am. I it. And it was so like, dude, all you have to do is kick this dude's ass, score points. He's six foot seven. Biombo's tiny. Just kick his ass and dominate the minutes. Instead, he gets into the tussle, yeah. and it was like so <laughs> frustrating. And then the starting lineup for the Phoenix Suns is the best in the NBA. At in crunch time, you get down to crunch time. Nuggets, Jokic in particular, Monte Morris even had some bad turnovers in the clutch, and it was just enough. Like Denver played an A plus game, just not quite an A plus plus game, and that little margin was just enough for the Suns to roll away with it, and they get the ten point lead. Dev, God, what's your big
0: takeaway? I have three big takeaways. Whoa, dude! What if? Three? I All right, completion. Okay. False narratives, Okay. And. You coming up with a third one on the spot? Well, you just threw me <laughs> off because you had to talk while I was talking. That's what I, I was supposed to be thinking about. <laughs> I'll just go with those two. Um, the the Suns are just like a, 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 a well-oiled machine. Like, everything about them, they know exactly what they want from each other. Um, they know weaknesses. They know strengths of each other. And they just, they're doing the right things. Like, crunch time. That was my last piece. Coming down the crunch, I, I felt like that was the biggest part of the game. Is they've been there; they they know how to finish those type of games. I knew if it was going to stay close, then Phoenix was going to pull that out because they just know what to do in those type of situ- situations, who to go to, and they make smart decisions throughout the entire game. Um, they had they really won the game with only their starters. All five starters were in double digits. No one else in the, on their team was in double digits but they just, like, completely took over there. The false narrative part comes in with Devin Booker. He shouldn't have got his season high in that game right there. Like, 48 points. They sent him to the free throw line at the at the very, very end, and now that's going to be the narrative is that I know, it's he so had annoying. his best game against the MVP should he be part of the discussion. We're going to fake, like, he's supposed to be in the MVP race when we all know it's a three-person race. He's never been there, but now all of a sudden he's going to be there. And I, I just don't like that. So, you got to give it up to the Suns. Like They just came in, and they were like complete and ready um, for that. And it was like, like a play, playoff atmosphere type of game. That's true. Did everyone just see Adam try to Chris
1: Paul, my uh, <laughs> charger cord, steal it right out of my goddamn computer? Uh, my big takeaway was that the Nuggets played way above their heads this, this game. They were yeah.
2: as good as I've seen them. They really first were. Half. This was like a top... I honestly think this was, like, a top seven game from the Nuggets this year. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I'm saying, like, I'm not – I had that sinking feeling that, like, yo, they cannot keep this pace up. <laughs> even through the
2: third, into, yeah.
1: the, into the fourth, I was like, yo, this is, like, too good to be true because the Nuggets – like, nobody was missing any shots. Bones Highland was absolutely 100% Dame Lillard. He was completely unconscious. Barton was hitting shots. Jeff Green was hitting shots. um, and, like, I, I just hate to say it, like, a game like this shows you that even, like, when the Nuggets play, like, their absolute best, like, they're st- we just still aren't the team we need to be against the top talent without our full squad together. You know, it's right. like, but the one thing I will say is that I love the fact that they brought this game, that they were able to dig deep and actually unlike. The Celtics a few games ago, like they were able to dig deep and they were able to rise to the occasion. Like I don't think it's reasonable to think that they should beat the Suns at this point in time. Like, I know, yeah. they're, just, they're just not. Like we love the Nuggets and I, you know, we want the best for them. But we're we so be, realistic about this be team realistic. right now. You we're like, you have to Jesus. be like, I mean, you have to be like they. But they, like I, I just love that they came out with that performance. Like I'm, I'm literally not even mad.
2: Like that was the most entertaining game probably of the season. You're mad because the Suns are easy to hate. I, mean, I they know did, they just got a lot of like swagger. If we're being honest, if you like them, they've got a lot of swagger. Why don't to go throw a?
1: We have a Chris Paul shirt downstairs. I'm going to throw into the garbage. <laughs> just for we fun. we said
2: Eric designs everything for PHX That's go, not hens, true. Henceforth, might have to put little uh, s- secret yeah, secret dude. things <laughs> in every PHNX shirt. Just little yeah, dude. Can little, can just like dicks buys, or something. I don't know. Anyone buys <laughs> a
1: PHNX shirt, just. Uh, word for, to the wise: Don't wear it in a blacklight situation. <laughs> 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 that
2: would be the old. If you, that would actually be the. Can we do this? Can we just not tell them? Can we just do? I'll I mean, I feel like what? we just told them. Yeah, well, they they won't, they won't <laughs> find right out. Fine. That'll be it'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually so for <laughs> this. Uh, um, yeah, man, this one. It, My big takeaway from this game is that the Nuggets are backed into a corner right now in the season. They are now still, thankfully, one game up still on the Timberwolves. So now they're still in position, you know, obviously, to control their own destiny. And we keep wondering, how are they going to respond? And I feel like this is two games in a row now that they've responded with, hey, we know we had another gear, and we are switching into that gear. Tonight, they went into a higher gear. It wasn't enough. Yeah. It wasn't enough, but this was a good game. I honestly think the game they played tonight is good enough against... Probably every team in the NBA, when on your home court, probably every single team against other than the Boston Celtics and the Phoenix Suns, the two teams that are playing their best right now. I completely
1: agree. I completely agree.
2: So I'm encouraged, but you know this isn't moral victories time of year. Like there isn't this isn't the like hey you know they tried hard and that's good enough. I would more say I'm encouraged because I'm thinking they have this gear. I wasn't even sure they had it to be honest. And then two that they are switching into it, and that gives me hope for the upcoming eight games that hey, this effort, repeat that, you're probably going to be the sixth seed pretty comfortably.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that's like this Nuggets squad. Like, I just like it that it feels like they are rising to the playoff level that we need to see them play. And you're right. That would – this would have beat every team in the NBA except for the Phoenix Suns and the
0: Suns. But the one thing for me still is as great of, of a game and entertaining of a game that was, it's still that defense. Like, I don't understand what the – like, why does Phoenix just seem to make every single shot against them and also just get whatever shot they want against Denver? I, I mean, I don't watch a ton of Suns games, but it just seems like it's something about that team that just brings the best out of Phoenix because everybody's knocking down shots. There was times that I did not think they were going to miss again for the entire game. <laughs> nope. And luckily, Denver was matching them more – Right really that's a game that phoenix would beat any team in the nba because they're not missing anything yeah. the game sliders were turned all the way up there was nobody that can stop anybody on either team it was just that they made more shots their stars took more shots
2: another thing that i'll take away from a basketball standpoint you know the Nuggets shot 47 percent. they actually missed a lot in the fourth quarter because they were up above 50 for the for the longest but they ended up shooting 48 percent and the Nuggets were getting baskets at the rim I and mean, their points at the paint tonight was really great. These things are connected. So much of what's happening with the Nuggets this season that people don't really realize is that they don't have the proper tension in the half court. Like the fact that they're scoring the way they do is really a testament to how incredible, you know, one Jokic is, but also just like how, how difficult they can be to guard in that system because everybody knows that they're not like this big threat from the three point line in a way that makes you panic tonight. They were on fire the defense was panicked. The defense was jumping out at the perimeter. And what do you get? All these points in the paint because you spread a defense out and then collapse them. And that's what... So to me, I'm encouraged by the idea of if you can get enough shooting around this system you're actually going to be significantly better than what I think people realize. Like, this Nugget ceiling has another level. And, of course, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray are, like, the quick fixes. Yep. But I don't think it stops there. I mean, Bones Highland, obviously, are going to be a big part of this. You wonder about Ezek Naji like, how far, you know, next year, what, what kind of, what's he going to be? But even beyond that, the really good teams have a lot of different shooters. And I just watch this and I go, yes, you're going to have weaknesses. This team has weaknesses. But if you just provide the shooting, I honestly think that it's going to make it's going to mask a lot of the other issues that Denver has.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it, it just like hurts, especially for the Nuggets at this point in time. We, you're talking about two guys that would be part of the closing unit, and like, yeah. the closing unit is who faltered tonight. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they had it, uh, you know, like, at least, I mean, the, se- the, the second unit got it to the point where it was tied, it was close, whatever, but the, going down the stretch, like, the, the closers uh, didn't get it done, and Having a killer like Jamal Murray, having a, a potential killer in MPJ alongside with Jokic, like, it just makes you, I mean, th- this, this is a game that just really makes you feel like, fuck, man, like, this is, this game, like, typifies this entire season. Like,
2: we just didn't have those things that we needed, right? Well, this is another thing, actually. I'm glad you brought up Jamal Murray. Devin Booker, like, I, I really, like, he irks me but in a way that I respect, like almost like the way Kobe does, you know, like he's so good and he plays with an edge and he plays with a cockiness and he plays with this FU mentality. And like, I hate him, but I kind of enjoy hating him. And I think like Jamal Murray is that guy to other people. And Jamal Murray has had great games. Some of his best games have come against Devin Booker in the Phoenix. So they're both Kentucky guys. They're very similar. They're compared to each other. Those guys bring out the best. And watching this game, I just kept thinking, what would Jamal Murray look like in this game? Oh my what God. would he look like tonight? Like Say he never got hurt.
1: Bones Highland is what he looked like.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think, but even better. like You see Devin Booker going off this. Yeah. Like, I mean, we saw Jamal. When was he at his best? When Donovan Mitchell was at his best. And it's just such a, it, it kills me thinking about this season. Part of what is so hard to, to accept is that Jokic will, by the end of this, be in the playoffs four years. In two of those, he's not going to have his running mate. and it, Or maybe. I don't know what Murray has. But you just look at that and you go like, what cruel basketball gods we have here. Like, that you see a game like tonight, you see a Suns team that's been together for two years, just growing, growing, growing. And you think like, the Nuggets aren't growing, they're
0: just waiting. Yeah, and you you bring the question up of what would Jamal Murray look like in this type of game? These are the type of games that he lives for, like those clutch, um, close type of games. And it just feels like we haven't seen it in so long, but him and Booker used to go at it every single time that they played each other. And he would also challenge him, and I feel like Devin Booker was not challenged at all in this game. So, like having a guy that's going to match him, and not only match him, but at least like try to check him at times like that. Like they had the whole um, Kentucky um, rivalry, you know, because they nope. were, you know, they were team, or they were from the same school and stuff like that. They went after each other. Um, those are the type of moments that we have and that we would have got. And also, Jokic and Jamal Murray just click on a level that no one else, you know, does for the Nuggets. So. Um, you see a, a well-oiled machine that gets it, and then the, another team that's just kind of making shots, trying to figure things out. They have a really good player, but everyone else is just, you know, you're, you're excited to see these type of games from a Bones Highland. You're excited to see these type of games from everyone else, but it's not the same. It's not the same as having Jamal.
1: Yeah. I know, man, you're right. Like, uh, just the, the cruel nature of the best. The one thing that's, like, good about this time is that Jokic is getting better throughout like it's not that he's he and the murray combination is getting better and better like Jokic is actually spending this time to improve himself so then when murray does come back and they they have that uh two-man game to rely upon like Jokic is even more confident more you know
2: but you're right it sucks totally sucks everything sucks i mean it, it is that's the the pain of of this entire year is that you just you uh, you were talking about you're not upset about the game like you feel like this, but there's like still a sadness to it, and that sadness is yes. this like position that you're in. Not that you're sad at the team or mad, It's just oh, that it's you're like, just yeah, you wish it were a different way. It's an acceptance of fate. It's an ex- yeah, more fati for sure. Uh, quite quite a, quite the drag. Um, should we? I want to say bones for for after. Uh, I will say another guy. We can do a quick one here for. I want to spend more time on bones, but a quick one here. Aaron Gordon, twenty one point six rebounds tonight. I feel like. He's starting to get going again from yep. an intensity standpoint. Not necessarily like did he take a three tonight? Yeah, he took one. He went all of one from three, but he just was like putting his head down, trying to go to the rim. Like th- that's encouraging to me. Another piece you can kind of take and say, I think AG is putting it. He had like three gears to go up, but I feel like he's starting to get there.
0: I, I, we want him to get there for like, sure. We need he him to get He needs to get there um, on both ends of the floor. Yeah, that that's where it's hard. Like as. As good as he is right now, or just progressing offensively, I, ho- I wish the same progression was going on the defensive end as well, where he's being a stopper or getting in guys' faces or like just just trying to be a person that can like alter the way that things look. Like I don't feel like anybody's afraid of him anymore. Like I really don't. Um, it's great oh defensively that, no. Yeah, it's great <laughs> that the offense is there yeah. and, and the Nuggets needed, but that's not you know that's not what the Nuggets need the most, and also. As you get closer, because this is a game that I felt like the Nuggets looked closer to a playoff team, and I was glad that they were able to flip a switch at some point. But as you get closer to the playoffs, the defense is where you're going to be able to win games because teams are going to be able to lock in on the Nuggets' offense every single time, especially with how the the, the Nuggets are constructed right now. So being able to get those stops being able to make a, a you know change on that end of the floor and it's not even only on Aaron Gordon other guys have to be able to do that and the defense right now just is so non-existent that it's hard to be positive about the team right do
2: you now. feel though because I, I gotta go back and watch he's clearly didn't have an imp- impact on on him but I actually felt like part of this was Booker was really good tonight like Booker's footwork was phenomenal. He made yep. tough shots. There were four or five buckets on Gordon where I was like, That's good defense. I don't know. Like yep. he just got him. And you're right, he's not afraid. But at the same time, sometimes it's like, well, I don't know what else you could do.
0: Yeah. Does everybody have to like think that oh that they think that's the all the good scores or the top guys are doing the exact same things where they're having these good nights on your best defender. Right. So then is that a good defender? Because, you know, like on Tony Allen, they still had it hard. Even though they were gonna score forty, you like you would go to like parts of the game are like, Yeah, that's a that's a tough shot. That's a tough ass shot. I don't feel that. I don't see that anymore with, with Gordon. And I just feel like guys are just running around him. I mean, there was some time he he played pretty good defense, I think. I don't know. I
1: I'm kinda of with Adam. Like I think Booker just like just had it today. He just was making everything like he was cooking Barton, especially early on. Lit. Then they then they put Austin Rivers on him. Then it was like he who did a little bit, be, actually a lot better, but still obviously couldn't contain him. And then A G, you know, like the one thing that I really do like about AG's uh, defense is he never bites on uh, pump fakes. He never like goes out. He like always stays his uh, stays down and, and keeps his uh, positioning and. Uh, I just love the thing I love seeing about Ag is he's like playing with anger now, like, right. which I love. It. Like I love that. Like I love like the getting the ball back and just smashing it through the fucking rim so right. that you feel it. Like right, yep. Um, and for three quarters, like the Nuggets had the the recipe. Like you know, they, even though Booker was cooking the entire time, it wasn't just until the end when it was more about turnovers. Really, that the game fell apart. Um, so I don't know. I, maybe I should. Be, uh, maybe I'll be mad later. Maybe, maybe my own life is in such disrepair that I can, A game like this can't even rat- rattle me.
2: <laughs> I love when delight goes there. We'll hit our first break. On the other side, I want to talk. Maybe does Jokic need a little bit of what Devin Booker had tonight mentally, like in some steroids. way? Steroids. Like, does he need steroids? That's another question we could ask. Uh, and then of course, I want to spend a lot of time on one bones Highland. Who I just is I mean, the brightest spot of the season is Bones Highland just getting better every game, getting more prepared for the moment every game. We're gonna spend a lot of time on the other side. But first wanna tell you about our newest partner, Athletic Greens. Ooh. They have a product, guys. I don't know if you know this, I use literally every day of my life.
1: All right. Please. Every day of
2: my life. And the reason is because one they gave it to me for free hell yeah two because you guys know i'm on a health kick look at me i'm gorgeous you guys see this look at the beautiful see it's weird transformation because
1: in on the monitor it looks bad oh god
2: that's jesus (laughs) i was really good (laughs) till i saw myself (laughs) damn it thanks uh no but what they've got is all these different uh vitamins nutrients supplements and then of course the uh probiotics which is what i like i always get up in the morning i have my athletic greens first i'm telling you it's like me too it feels like in my head you know what it feels like it's like. Cleansing everything in my body, oh, getting me baby. ready for a day. I'm like starting from from scratch there. Uh, people say they experience better gut health, mo- more energy, optimized immune system. They hated taking pills and vitamins. If you get want to get all of the pills and vitamins to get it in, that you get an athletic green, fifty pills. That's what you'd have to get. <laughs> fifty pills to be able to take it. Instead, you just take your athletic greens. They got seventy five high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Uh, it's really great. Um, and so right now you guys can check them out. I mean, they got the, the really cool deal. comes in a can like this, tastes pretty sweet. It's like got like a little sweet. Dude, I, I like, it tastes healthy. It does taste healthy. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it tastes like
1: when you would take a wheatgrass shot or something. It's like, it's not really a flavor that you would experience in like a, any other setting, but it's like you take it and you feel like fresh and you feel like athletic
2: and green. Well, there you go. You got it. So check them out, Athletic Greens. You're seeing them everywhere, by the way. They yeah. are so big. No, it's so good. hot I, right now. I,
1: uh, I've, 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 I, No one can stop looking at how
2: shiny my nails are. It's so true, man. It's so true. Yeah, shiny. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, the presenting sponsor <laughs> of this show. You guys that hear the people down there. Actually, it's weird because this the bar had a really good crowd tonight, and I'm yeah. learning I think they were here for the college games. Well, they were here for both. They were here for both, but they're really into the college games. <laughs> uh, college basketball both. fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory Your own big win. If your team is still in it, screw you. Because that means you like one of these... Big time teams. You're not one of the, you don't you don't have your own. like see the CU CSU they're out of it. Air Force not even in it. So come on, who are you do, who are you rooting for? New customers can bet just five dollars in any team, and if you if they win, you win two hundred dollars in free bets. That's right. If they win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get in the action with same game parlays, where you combine multiple bets at the same game for a bigger payout. More legs you add, more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet five dollars get two hundred fifty dollars free dollars. Free bets if you win. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Um, nishan Bones Highland. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Tonight was a great one for him. And, like, uh, you know, he, he tailed off a little bit towards the end. But in the moment of the game where he checked in, This was one of those games where you could tell it was going to be a heavyweight fight. It was going to be a heavyweight. Every second, every player needed to step up. Every player that was out there. And Bones tonight said, I got you. 23 points, 4 of 8 from the 3-point line. Two of these. Two of these. (laughs) Two different ones of these. He is the DraftKings Sportsbook's king of the game. 23 points, 3 assists, 4 of 8 from the 3-point line. He was so ready for the moment. And look, tonight was a good game. But the run he is on. The run is on right now is the thing that gives me confidence because this was a pressure game. This was a swagger game. This was a who really has Cajones game. And Bones Highland was like,
0: I do. <laughs> that was the best part about it is uh, just seeing the stretch that he's on and how he's putting them together. And also, um, it's not it's not wavering at all. It seems to be getting stronger. And that's against really good competition. He's You know, he's battling against the, the Devin Bookers and the Chris Pauls instead of the Chris Paints because – or the Cameron Payne's, because he's now getting run with the starters. Now he's getting to see what it looks like to be a part of the real rotation. Rotation. He's also just knocking down everything. Like, there was a couple of heat check moments, and people usually, like, miss in heat check moments. He keeps going in those type of situations. So that was, like, great to see, like, how impactful he was off the bench. And also, he's just, like, matching Monte right now um, as far as just, like, when Monte gets out of the game, they have another guy that, that's going to be able to attack you in different ways. So you have a cerebral guard, and then you have this, like, very talented guard that's yep. quick, can shoot the ball, and also get to the rim and, and find other guys. So just being able to do a little bit of everything um, against everybody, that that's great. And this is really meaningful because it's getting closer to the playoffs. It's getting closer to, like, every game really mattering, and he's still playing with that type of confidence. So really, really good from him right now.
1: Yeah, I don't even think you can call it a run anymore. Like, I think that he's just like—he's just good. He's acclimated to the NBA game, and like now his game is has fully like transferred over. And yeah, it—it's it, it, not like oh man, that was really lucky. It's, he's just like hitting shots. He's just like go, stepping up, and he's. It, it, He's getting to the p- point where he like doesn't need space to do it. Um, he's getting to the point where he has like unbelievably irrational confidence that is paying off for him. He is making mid range shots. He's blowing by guys, doing euro steps, making great finishes. Um, and the most beautiful thing is that this is the time now, obviously, where pressure is mounting more and more and more with every game and all of our suspicions are being confirmed that this is a big game player this is a guy that literally wants the spotlight we've heard it over and over again but like it's one thing to for it to be spoken about but we're just watching it like he just feeds off of that energy and it's uh you know i mean i'm just so excited for the future of bones highland in denver it's just i mean it's like i i'm i'm one quarter percent joking about the the Dave Lillard thing but like I as far as like an uh, undersized guard that can score from absolutely anywhere and facilitate and make the right move and who steps up when the,
2: the moment is right like I literally can't think of a better comp. Man I'm looking because I'm wondering if he makes four threes tonight so are we now officially the leader in three pointers made? Let's take a Has look here. Has to be. Uh, amongst rookies. It hasn't updated yet. Okay. Well, what number was he at? That's right. That's a great point, Super Producer Kale. He did surpass. We, we Remember, he was three shy of Jamal Murray. He had 115, so he is now at 116, which would have tied Jalen Green. I think Jalen Green played tonight, so maybe – let me see. Did Houston play? No, so I think he's tied now. I think you now Bones Highland will officially be tied for it's most three-pointers amongst all rookies, which is pretty, pretty badass. That's
1: incredible. He only played like half the season.
2: Now, here's the thing, because sometimes – we always talked. We've, we've talked about the MVP so much that we kind of now know the way these narratives work and how of people course. construct arguments. Bones needed something because to be a uh, all rookie. Like now I'm thinking there's the rookie team. There's ten players that make it. Yep. And I kind of wonder like, there's some really good rookies this year. There's a handful of guys that are just like stone cold locks. Mobley, Mobley you know, yep. Scotty Barnes. You know, like you got some guys that are stone cold locks. But then you got a lot of guys. That some are putting up numbers on bad teams, yep. just really shitty teams. They play 35 minutes a night. They score 20 points on terrible efficiency, and then you got a couple like good players like Bones on good teams. And in Bones's case in particular, kind of breaking late. Like if you just look, yep. October, November, whatever, didn't really play that much. December, not that. January starting to come along. February now March. But you need a thing, and I think if Bones leads all rookies in three point percentage, while also, by the way, shooting somewhere around forty percent from three on a team that is contending under pressure while also running point guard, I think he might I think he it's gonna be close, but I think if he has eight more games, obviously not going four of eight, but if he has continues on this trend, I honestly think he has a K. I don't know if he'll get it, but he has a very, very strong case for all rookie.
0: I feel like he should be there, especially when you think about how much he means to the team now. Um, also, I feel like voters are – they're not going to look at the beginning of the season. Yeah. They're going to – you know, what what you have know. you done for me lately? Um, I think that that matters. But like I you think said, right. I think having the right. three-point, like, record or even being in that discussion um, with the contending team, that goes a long way because as much um, as is brought up that the Nuggets do not have Jamal Murray and MPJ – They do have bones, they do have, you know, uh, a rookie that is getting meaningful minutes and he's now scoring the basketball, he's he's shooting, he's he's doing a little bit of everything. So um, being able to like put that in your mind and not have just straight numbers guys who are at the the bottom of the Eastern Conference, you know, (laughs) that that goes a long way.
1: The bottom of Davy Jones's conference. Um, We need to make this our charge. Our rallying cry: We need to, as a people, get Bones Highland to be on the All Rookie team. We need to tweet about it. We need to. We did this for Nik- Nikola Jokic's MVP. We made every national pundit hate us. <laughs> Nothing is, they, none of that is recovered. Yeah. They all still hate us very much. None of us care. We'll still tweet at them all the time. Uh, bones Highland deserves to be on the All. All right. What's form. our campaign? You guys got to help us hashtag, brainstorm. What's the hashtag? All Rookie Bones. I feel like we could do better than that. Screw you. What about <laughs>
2: hashtag all bones rookie? No, <laughs> no, no. We're okay. like, workshop. That's <laughs> <us laughs> the chat. You'll help us out. But here's some things. So here are the locks, guys. Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley, Cade uh, Cunningham locks. I think Franz Wagner's a lock. I mean, he just played so many minutes. He's the leading scorer of all rookies Like any on efficiency. He's been actually really good. I think he's a lock. Jalen Green's probably a lock. He's drafted oh, second. Man. and He gets to shoot every time. Like I hate Jalen Green, and he puts up big numbers every now and then. He's on Sports Center. I think those guys are locked. So then after that, you start to get into Chris Duarte, Davion Mitchell, Herbert Jones, which my guy Herbert Herb Jones. Herbert Jones. He's good. Uh, you got Josh Giddey, who kind of missed a lot of games. Like he's he, he might be Yeah, well, he fell be off yeah. well, because he got hurt. I think, he'll be I in think in he. I think he will be as well. Trey Mann, Shen Goon, Ayuda Sumu. I mean, there's so many good... Jonathan Kaminga, Jalen Suggs. Ooh. So when we mention those names, I I'm trying to be objective here. It's not one of those things where I go, oh, he's so much better. He's had so much better of a year. I think he's had a significantly better last two months. No like point, two no months, kidding. there's no question. But when you try to factor all of that in, it's going to be close. I'd rather take Bones than I would take most of those guys. No
1: kidding. This is the thing. Like, we are... Well, the, the, early on in the inception of DNVR, we had the first ever Goaties, and we had Newcomer of the Year, and it was won by... Uh, Who was it? Exactly. Yeah, by, by Burakovsky. An Burakovsky. Yeah, Andre Burakovsky. And I, my contention was, even though we had nominated MPJ MBJ the year prior, whatever, for, <laughs> he should have won because it's not about necessarily just this year. It's about how this will echo forth into eternity. That's so true. Bones Highland is going oh, to he's be echo. a player that... You look back on, and you're like, What do you mean that guy wasn't an all-rookie team? This is a multiple-time MV or uh, all-star. This is a guy that uh, people look to that as like one of the preeminent killers in the league. Like, it is incumbent upon us to make sure this happens, or at least that they hear us enough to hate us a second time around.
2: (laughs) We just make everybody annoyed, dude. Nobody likes us, and we don't care, dude. We're like a nice Philly. I will, yeah, I will say this though. You talk about the Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Nikola Jokic. That's a like a core, a four core, a yeah. core four. Love it. I think they fit together, even though we haven't seen it for good, for like a year and a half. But they fit together. Bones Island, you're missing it too. I'm telling you, Bones Island is so good. Like d- defensively, does he worry? I think he can get better. But here's the thing. It might not matter, man. They put up 130 tonight without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Like, on a very good defense. And I just look at that and I go, Bones Highland, when he gets his confidence under him, I mean, I know he's confident, but when he gets the confidence of his teammates and the confidence to run the show more, I'm just like, good luck trying to guard that. Three elite shooters, two great pick-and-roll players. Like, I don't know. I just love it. Um, Devin Booker tonight. Came out, like I said, with the narrative thing. The like, hey, I'm going to, I want to, like, I promise you, Nick Wright is going to talk about this tomorrow. Oh and, God. and Devin Booker knew, knows that. So he, in fact, I'll bet Devin Booker has a tweet out at some point tonight about, like, hopefully this hey, throws the criteria or something hey, like that. Like, man. I don't, I'm glad Jokic doesn't care about the, the like, yeah. MVP voting aspect of this. But I do think there's something, too. I want to see Yoke have FU games. Me, too. Like, it really is. Some people have said, I've asked people about, you know, comparing yoke to larry bird and they're like talent wise you know this or that like i see it but larry bird had this thing where he wanted to d- humiliate and demoralize guys and i think Jokic, he always wants to play the right way he always wants to make sure right- and i respect it like obviously it works for him but i do would love to see a couple games every year where he's like no that mother effort has is, is something i want and i'm going to make sure that he i send the message that no i'm here to make you mad and to make you uh yep. and to humiliate you and I don't, he's had games where it's been like, okay, he's locked in, he's doing this. But I want a game where he's like clearly sending messages. And that's like, to me, it's an important next step for the him.
1: The man missed one shot tonight.
2: Of course. But he only took 10. But he only took 10.
0: Come on, Yoke. He
2: like, missed just, a three, right? Yeah. One he brought. missed
0: one three tonight. Oh. That's what happened. But also, I think that's where... That's where what Adam is talking about. I know that's the yeah yeah that's yeah that's the main point of don't take only ten shots in in those type of situations, (laughs) especially if you have it going and everything's going for you. Um, Devin Booker came into this game and he was like, "I have a lot to prove." You know, that's where it has to be a a switch for Jokic, where he goes, "This is exactly why you're not here. I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to go off on you and let you know exactly why I'm supposed to be here." And you know, you see those type of things. At times, like like you said, but why not every single time? Not right. you know, and and then there's there's also times that he really does do that for a long time, like in stints. But we just haven't seen it in so long that it. But it's feels different. Like no, it.
2: But here's the thing. No, 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 no. Here's the is we actually have seen this from you. Know, we've seen 18 point yeah. quarter, 24 point quarters. We saw 30 points in fourth quarter in overtime. But that was out of necessity. <laughs> that know, was Yoke yeah. making the right play, which was just him dominating the game. What I'm saying is, I think, and it's so like. It's almost next level. Jokic's always about making the right play. But sometimes making the wrong play sets up the right play. And that is some nights you come out and you're so dominant. You have such a look that the other teams are like, shit. Like, we got to do something. We got to overload. We got to do something here. And I just, that's what I want is I a know. break your spirit just for the sake of breaking you your wanna spirit. See,
1: dude, you want to see Jokic play an entire game like he played that first quarter. just comes out and you're like oh man he's locked in and then just keeps going it's like oh no he's not locked in he's just like he's just really good he's just like committing murder now so he's just like a murderer that's just it like (laughs) uh which we don't get like he's too his his spirit is too soft not in like the right way like in that in the top human kind of way like he just uh he doesn't have it in him until you know but we've seen him do it in the playoffs and stuff it's just i don't know like the the psychology of Nikola Jokic is like half of what makes him so interesting. The other half being that he's the greatest
2: basketball player I've ever I've ever seen play. You know who I thought was sneaky good tonight? And uh, Davon Reed, because we haven't seen him, you know, like in this moment. We've seen him in some of these games, but like in the, on this stage, look, a lot of guys were getting cooked tonight. I thought defensively, he had a couple really good possessions on Booker and on others, and I was like, okay. And then offensively, he had a couple nice plays. Um, he only ended up with four points, three rebounds, one assist, but. Davon, kind of like he rode a real high and he kind of been on a little bit of a lull. This was like another one of those where it's like, hey, it was cool to see him perform well in such a pressure game.
0: Yeah, especially uh, with Booker going off like that, to have a guy that's like, hey, let Goddammit. me go after him. Let me, you know, go in and, and make it a little bit more difficult. That's the type of players that you need. And you need more of that, especially like right now. His season's going to be done soon, you right. know. So then he's working on other small things. But it's great to see him like start to. Like you, like you said, he had highs, he had lows, and now he's starting to like come back up. I feel like he was really big in that game, um, even though he didn't play a lot of minutes. Um, just having a guy that you could like, even when Malone's doing um, film, he's just going to go back and say, "Hey, this was really good by a guy that's not playing a lot, that's not going to be with us in the road, you know, for for yeah. the playoffs." But this is a guy that is like going all out. He's he's leaving it all out there, and he's he's trying. Um, we need more of that. So like even having those type of players that can be exempt, like example type of players is really good. Um, but you're starting to see it on both ends of the floor. And yeah, I felt man. like it was starting to go with only offense for Davon <sighs> for a while. Yeah, And now you're, you're getting back to that defense. And every single defensive play for me is big right now because it's close to the playoffs. And I feel like that's just the most important piece. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like, th- this is a game where you can look at maybe two players that didn't have their
1: best game, like Jermichael Green and Boogie. Everybody else, like, was locked in. Everyone played great. Like, I don't really have a lot of complaints about anything other than just sort of that they didn't have quite enough going down the stretch. And, it, you know, there were certain parts about it, like, not to rehash all of it, but it just felt inevitable, right? Like, yeah, the, yeah. like the, the three at the top of the arc by Jay Crowdy. you're like oh, that's going to go in how do I know it's going to go in I've seen him do this a hundred times like Davon Reed was great yeah all these guys were great like they played their Michael Green's
2: the-, the only one that I felt like had a below average game he had a couple and, plays and, and DeMarcus it, Demarcus Cousins didn't even have a bad game. He just w- could have had a great game, and he let that he fumbled it because it, it, right. in the most predictable way. Like uh, th-
1: you're, that's th- that's what I mean. I think it's like the, not necessarily that he had a bad game, but it was like he was taken advantage. He of.
2: was taken advantage of in the world's most obvious trap. Like the world's most obvious trap was set, and he like stumbled like, ooh, right ooh, into it. And then was like, I'm ooh, piece and <laughs> like yeah, yeah. "Ooh, piece of candy! Ooh, piece of candy! Guys, we're gonna take a break here, but before we do, you know, our party bus is on Saturday. I have a good. Feeling Do that you? Uh, you know, depending on how the game goes, we oh. might you know, people our, our section is going to be rowdy. It's going to be awesome. We might even get a, an appearance or two uh, after the game, a little shout out from from certain players on the team that wait, that might be might have heard about this uh, event and are kind of excited for some diehards, especially on a night like tonight when you see like foreign fans invading the arena. We're gonna take over Ball Arena on Saturday. I can't wait for it. And to get you even more excited, I just I'm trying to tell you, I, we might. We might. Uh, this is we th- might th- get one of these. We <laughs> might. We might get our own personal one of these. This is the most thinly veiled. Like, I'm not gonna say time. what it is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say uh, who might not be excited about. What to be thinking? About but we it. might. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I have, no I have a question for the chat for people are coming because I asked if this idea was cool and I thought it was so cool and, and Eric told me he's like that's not cool yeah. I was thinking what if we brought signs to the bar where you made signs and people could hold signs Is oh, that Adam,
1: Adam's under the impression crafts, all crafts seven
2: year olds coming to the bar <laughs> I have some cra-
1: I do have kids and I do, do, guys, do this kind yeah, of yeah, stuff with them and it's Adam's so great. like what if we made the longest chain of paper dolls that Ballerina has ever seen <laughs> clickety clack coming down the track <laughs> 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 It's such a bad <laughs> idea. I oh go, my
2: god, it's he, so bad. Adam's
1: <laughs> like, we listen. We're gonna have a lot of guests over. We want to make sure they have activities. We we're don't have bored. activities. We <laughs> <for the laughs> hold up a sign and everybody makes signs. It's like, damn it. Fine, we'll make signs. Not all of my ideas are good ones. Not all of my ideas are good ones. bring construction paper. So. <laughs>
2: Bring signs, oh, I'm dude, bringing signs. I'm bringing crafts. I'm bringing crafts. It's, 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 bringing craft it's literally just Halo. I was going to get like magazines with cutouts of, uh, you know, you can add cutouts. I'm telling you, we're doing crafts. It's craft time on Saturday. I can't wait. I'm very excited. <laughs> we're going to be here at like 2 o'clock. So we're going to be here. If you guys want to get here at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, whatever you want to do, party bus leaves at 6, 6, 6.05, maybe 6.10 at the latest. But you want to be here by 6. You don't want to miss the party bus. Um, so come drink with us. Have a good time. Over 100 people go Also, be great. yeah,
1: like if you're just going to the game or you aren't going to the game or anything, come to the bar to watch the game and then the party bus is going to come back after the game and you know what we're going to do? We're going to drink. It's
2: a Saturday night. We're going to have a party. It's going to be a good time. We're going to party. We're going
1: to make signs for that night. the For the after party, we'll make signs that all hold <laughs> yes. up that says, one
2: Clinkity more drink, clack. please. <laughs> Clickety-clack. <laughs> no place like home. The DNBR <laughs> bar. In my best Dorothy voice. <laughs> in my best Dorothy voice. Uh, you guys know who's sponsoring the party bus? Ivaca TV. Whoa, the doctor. homies. Ivaca our people, man. I'm telling you. In fact, I think some reps from Ivaca are going to be in town because they want to see the party. They're dying. Nuggets fan, so of course they want to be here. That's how you know they're awesome. You know who's not a diehard Denver Nuggets fan? Uh the executives of Comcast. That's absolutely correct. But Evoca <laughs> TV they are. They're here for the party bus. It should be totally great. What's Evoca TV, you might be asking yourself? It's a totally new paradigm for TV delivery that's less expensive, more efficient, and offers superior picture than legacy providers. That's right. You think, oh, this new thing, it must be a worse picture. No. A better picture. What? It's actually a superior picture. <laughs> service <laughs> includes local, local networks like Altitude Sports and other channels. Ivaca's TV, their list is constantly growing. They have service in Denver, Colorado Springs, Phoenix, Boise, and Twin Falls. That's right. They have Altitude TV, AT&T, Sportsnet, Mac- Rocky Mountain coming soon. And here's what you do. Go to Ivaca.tv. That's E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash DNVR. It's only $25 a month plus the receiver. No contracts, no hidden fees. Price locked in for uh 300 years. Two years. Oh, two, two years. years. Two years. You know what I love about Ivaca TV is that there's people
1: around the world, uh, us included, that yeah. when there's a problem, we'd complain, we tweet at Nick Wright, uh, we just have issues, and all we do is uh, just yell and, and bellyache. Ivaca TV solves problems. They do. They're like, this sucks. Why don't we just fix it? And they're like make a service that fixes everybody's problems, where again, all we
2: do is add to the noise. It's like how we were like, ESPN sucks, we should make a local no. Denver media company. I guess, never mind, I didn't think about that, we're heroes. Yeah, we are heroes. Uh, another partner of ours, Green Mountain Dental Group, we've had some great listeners switch over, let us know they're going there and they love it. Family-owned, you guys know I'm all about family. Family-owned, oh, local, family-owned, family local, that's my two things, activities, <laughs> they make signs, it's incredible. Uh, Green Mountain Dental Group right there in Lakewood, Colorado and they've got this deal still going on. Schedule cleaning x-ray and exam right now and you receive a free sonic hair toothbrush when you go they'll send you a a postcard on your birthday it'll be great uh they've been a partner of ours also giant denver sports fans giant dnvr fans longtime partner only 15 minutes from downtown what'd you find out fucking
1: dev is hilarious is what i found out but i knew that
2: already but he put he wrote
1: a chat in the chat that said these guys are so hype about this commercial break i'm shook
0: <laughs> you guys are hype right now. You Listen, know what? Man,
1: you... I just, I don't know. I just got a thought. Like, I got a feeling that the playoffs are coming. Mm. Adam's been talking about that party bus. Oh, yeah. Avocat TV is here to save all okay. Of us. Okay. starting then, to hype up. And, right. And like, and I'm going uh, to think about getting some magic markers, right? Oh, and a sign oh, that oh, says, dude, right, yeah. Yoki is my hero. Yoki's your hero. Not I'm going to make a hashtag all rookie bones.
2: <laughs> I can't wait. This is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. We have Fruity Nugs making helping us make these. Dude, signs. Fruity, oh.
1: let, leave the side making to a professional.
2: Ah, that's a great point. Um, do we have any super chats? Did anybody super chat us tonight? Next. You fools! You idiots. Well, no, we love you're you. You're only embe- you're only encouraging us. We should get a board, and every time somebody super chats a losers lounge, we should they get their like know, a dude. notch on the old. Ford.
1: I love that about them.
2: I do as well. <laughs> Corey, a real one. says, how do the Suns players never take shots they aren't supposed to? Rarely turn it over and rarely make mistakes. Even the healthy Nuggets waste possessions. I love this comment. It I love this comment, more. Corey. 1,000%. This is why, like, them and the Celtics. Because this was what was so impressive about the Celtics. is I was just like, they don't beat themselves ever. They never screw up defensive rotations. They never have anybody step outside the lines. And you're right. This Suns team, man, the culture there is obviously very strong. But, yeah, the guys just don't step out of their lines. they got so many smart dudes who just don't care about their own personal numbers but yet are capable of punishing you, and that's what you get. So they are a super ball pop. I mean, look, I'm jealous of the way they play for sure. The one thing I will say, one thing I will say, the Nuggets never got a chance to get that momentum. I don't know what they would look like. Jamal Murray never goes down. Michael Porter never goes down. What do they look like 100 games later, which is what basically what Jamal Murray's missed when you factor in playoffs and You're again, working last on their title defense. Well, I'm just saying, what do they look like? Do they get to that point? Because some of this is just like when you're kicking everybody's ass, it's easy for you to be like, I don't have to force anything. Like, yeah. we win every mm-hmm. game by 15 points, and I'm going to score. At some point, I'm going to score a bunch of shots. So I, I'm with you. I think it's a great comment. It's a great observation. Um, they, they, they really are good at that
0: i don't, whatever i think a lot about that is about culture like uh when you're winning so many times and you're you're being told this is why we're winning you're like oh i'm addicted to that feeling right there yeah um every single time i don't have to score 25 points i don't have to grab every single rebound or be a lockdown you know every single time i have to just be me and it's still okay to win they have guys like campaign jay crowder who's been bouncing around the league yeah. like who they have let them be themselves and it's helped them go far. They you know, Michael Bridges is young and he was able to be himself early on. So just being able to to, to be them and that's accepted, it makes it easy. Plus they're winning. Winning makes yeah, it Yeah, man,
1: it's you just I can't believe you're making to make me say this. Chris Paul and Monty Williams like together. Uh, <laughs> that is that is like a super yeah. team. And it's like you know, like Chris Paul is impossible to watch and not want to like feel oppressed by imagine he's on your team yelling at you at practice like he's the man is extremely savvy he is so disgusting to watch play but like you really can't take away the idea or discount the idea that he's also a basketball genius in the same realm as Nikola jokic and you know he has the ball all the time and he like If you aren't playing right, he won't give you the ball. Right. Like, they just have established this thing where, I mean, they don't have a bunch of basketball geniuses, but they have enough of guys that are good enough and are able to acquiesce to, you know, guys that clearly have. uh, I mean, the Suns were not good until Chris Paul showed up, unless you're counting that bubble run. Right. But like. It changed overnight for them.
2: Right, right.
1: And now it's, we weren't like when we played the Suns, we were like, man, that's one smart team waiting to yeah. crop up. It's like it really can
2: just be done by one person. Right. Sometimes it does. Like everything comes together in that way. Um, I, another thing that I think about this guy, uh, this is a great super chat. So we're kind of making a little tangent here. But another thing I think about here is they have Devin Booker, who's a scorer. That's what he does. They have Chris Ball, who is a creator. That's what he does. You have Mikhail Bridges, who can score at a very efficient level. He's one of the most efficient scorers, but he's never looking to score. He's a defender first, yep. and he's a cutter. He just like does his job. You have Jay Crowder, who tonight made his threes, but he's not, he never looked for his shot. They're just like, if a shot comes to me, I will take it. And you even have DeAndre Ayton, who's a really, really, really talented player, never goes for his shot. So I think part of this is you have three guys that are never looking to score, but are all capable of scoring. And we think about Denver. Jamal Murray is looking to score; he needs to. He's that's his player. Jokic looking to facilitate first, but he's also looking to score. Michael Porter looking to score. You know, you start to add it up. Like that's the thing I kind of wondered: can it all come together, or is it always going to have to be like Bones and MPJ? You guys just need to let the points come to you. You're so good at it. You're better than just being that guy. But maybe that's the thing that allows it. Instead of saying like, "Hey, we need to get him involved now," you just never. Chris Paul's never worrying about if he has to get Mikel Bridges involved. He's like, I don't know if he's open, I'll give it to him. Yeah. So, like the the
1: other thing, just like quickly, is that as you were listing off the the players and sort of like the roles that they play, like it just, like they they have the perfect, like collection. Yeah, combinations. The perfect. They have a three and D guy. They have. They have two. Jake Crowder's another one, yep. You're right. But then they have, like, the prototypical point guard. Yep. They have the big guy that can play in the post. And can shape. They, they, I mean, they, they are constructed perfectly. Everybody plays their role. It is like they have, in a way, like solved basketball, like you're talking about. It's right. like there's just combinations of players that when you put them together, there's
2: always something available. And that's why when people talk about, like, would you rather have a Michael Porter or a Mikael Bridges, it's a hard question. Because right. Michael Porter is a more dynamic, like, scorer. He's just 6'11", he's hyper, like, whatever. But you're like, yeah, but is it easier if you have a guy that can shoot 40% from three, but he just, it doesn't matter. Like, he just does his job. And, by the way, he's, like, one of the best defensive players in all the NBA Again, that's a f- false dichotomy. I'm not trying to say anything bad about Michael Porter. I'm right, just saying right, when right. we talk about the final form of the team, Roster sometimes you have lesser matters. players, yeah. but they are better fits, and it ma- matters a lot more. May- I hope Michael Porter's that guy. I'm not trying to trade anybody. I hope he is that yeah. guy. He could be. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. All right, what else we got? First of three. Uh, All right, he says the Dame Highland comp ain't bad. Eventually, Bones will have a 10-10-10-3 game with a few 30-footers. when let's he go. When he does remember... My Rondo and Trey comp. I love that way, <laughs> hey man. I'm with it. Rondo, Rondo and Trey. I'm with it. The only thing that I would counter is
1: to say that he's literally just Bones. I mean, damn Willard. <laughs>
2: I don't. I don't know,
1: man. I actually don't think he. I think okay. his game is well, like pretty fine. different. I've been saying this the whole time. Now he looks exactly like him,
2: but I suppose I'm wrong. So anyway, I don't. He <laughs> next looked, comment. <laughs> he looks awesome, just in a different way. His game's a little different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got another one. It says Jay Mike started lock. playing his best ball once he got more time with Bones. It's been. Cool to see rookie Bones temper a vet like Boogie leadership and making play players better, maybe in his DNA. What a pick! I mean, it is man. Like, there's not. I this really don't have on. anything bad to say about Bones. This
1: is dead on. We were talking about this coming out of summer He and there was a Bones Bowl connection. <laughs> yes, yes. Bones Highland likes to have like a guy that he works with and like plays the two man game, but also he's. I mean, he is a facilitator.
2: Can I tell you another thing that I saw tonight? I saw Yoke get up off the bench and like run over to him during one of the timeouts. And like Yoke is <laughs> very slow to yeah. give. Uh... He's
0: starting to earn that trust. He's from... starting, to earn...
2: And I just saw Yoke today. And I kind of like a little twinkle in his eye. where I was like, you know what? I think Yoke kind of likes this dude.
0: Yeah. But Bones also has that type of character and uh, you gravitate towards him. So like guys are going to gravitate towards him no matter what. Um, it's not even like leadership qualities. It's just like a guy that everyone enjoys to be around and wants yeah. to play like. Also, he goes like wild in these type of games from like deep shots and all things like that. But no one's calling bone selfish. Yeah. He's not a selfish yeah. oh, player at all. Totally. Totally. So, so oh, you have dude. a guy that can score. Hold on. We, have the, time. we
1: have our little children the, from PHX coming in to troll our account. Hey, Leo can you ask them to get a thousand viewers before they yeah, come into Sean, our chat? Hey, yeah, this is, is guys, for a yeah, thousand viewers only. Get work out of here and work, on, work on your uh, following
2: <laughs> here. We got a, yeah, just straight up, Black, <laughs> get them the hell out of here. Go, Beat go. it. Uh, you got to go earn a following best record in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys have the most beautiful
1: set of paints, and you're painting a half-done
0: portrait.
2: We could draft zoo animals and pull in more viewers, guys. Come on, X, get your shit together. Shameful. Shameful. Shameful children. Clip this one. Let's you got the greatest one. team in your franchise history. Come on, man. Come on. One more going uh, another one from Joey says If full strength Nugs went into Phoenix and beat a CP3 and 8 and less Suns team and Nugs played at their best only to win a close game, I'd be a discouraged Suns fan. I'm encouraged as a Nugs fan. Like, it, we're just so late in the game for these moral victory. It is a moral victory. It is like there is some encouraging pain, but it's just so late in the game to be like, you know what? It's they tried it hard. Like, so I'll split the difference with you on that one. Two out of three. Great. Super. chats. <laughs> I have to say, I love
1: our PHNX people. I really appreciate that stuff. They just pulled. That was a online flash mob. And I would do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> You've tried. I have tried. I have tried. They're blocked. They can't hear you.
2: Uh, oh, it's such a shame. Wait, does that mean sh- they can't watch
1: this? Or they just can't comment. I think they just can't comment. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Real Sky
2: says, damn, this was such a gross combination of moral victory and depressing reality. Dever is right with this team and Jamal and NBJ <laughs> It's it called just moral sucks, depression. It's so, it's so true. Like Honestly, everybody's kind of arriving at the same point where it's like, again, I think we used this metaphor last year. We're going to use it again. The Nuggets really are like, I think I've never seen this movie they're like the 300 <laughs> where it's like they know they're going to they're going to go down in flames but yeah. they're like you know what yeah. we're going to take as many people down with the like, and it's just it, it's kind of inspiring like i mean we saw of, like some other teams just kind of folded up when things were on the Nuggets are like you know we're not going to win shit this year but we're going to battle in, uh, as hard as we can I, the, and i respect the
0: 300 is, is pretty good cuz they were beating like the, all the like yeah, not right. so important ones okay. then they like lost that like battle okay. but they won the war they so, did, yeah. They so they just only oh, lost go.
2: that battle. Nuggets winning the title,
0: sweet, <laughs> unbelievable. We'll just lose a
2: lot of battles.
1: Yeah, it is. It's the they just want their uh, their story to ring throughout eternity. Hey. I, I've said that more than one time, but it's true. That's all we have. We have only our honor in front of us, and all we can do is compete honorably. And play tonight to the best of our ability, which we did. And when I say we, I mean the Nuggets. I also mean me, Eric Weedem.
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Leo says, Bones broke Jamal's rookie three-point make record. Yep. Sure did. That was, that was freaking Facts. awesome. Only setting the bar higher and on fewer minutes. Facts. That guy, that guy's special, man. Bones. I mean, he's the best part of the season. Easy. Easily the best part of the season. Maybe yeah, the what, best. what is second best? I guess Jokic, right? Yeah, I mean, Jokic just being awesome. Yeah, I mean, Jokic... It's so funny, man, with this MVP conversation, because like I, I'm—I always do the—I'm a little brag here. I always get to participate in the ESPN straw oh. You guys know about that, Bobby. But I me and Deb to do that. don't care. We yeah. we can get. But honestly, like whatever. talking to everybody, like I, they're all going to be Jokic. So I'm sitting here looking. I'm like, to really get another MVP? I really think he is. There's oh. a good chance he's got to be in sixth place. Here are the variables: Nuggets have to be at least six. They can't fall to seven. That'll cancel it out. The Bucs can't be number one, which they might end up being number one. So if the Bucs are number one, I do think Giannis. And if Philly's number one, they'll get it. But I think if not, I think people will be very surprised. Here's my prediction. It's going to be Jokic or Giannis 1-2. That's my prediction. That's my hot take prediction. Woo! Joel Embiid is going to come in third. Love it. King the, the king of the chat says, Bones has stones. <laughs> my God, this is why he's the king of the chat. Bones has stones. Are nice. you guys going to put that on a poster board? Oh, I'm, man, we should put that on a poster, man. I think I'm going to illustrate it. You guys don't <laughs>
1: like good ideas. I don't get it. The thing about our ideas is that they aren't good ideas to you, which actually means that they are good ideas. Mm, everybody knows that.
2: <laughs> I can't believe this. Do we have an ETA on vote? Why don't you guys talk amongst yourselves while I try to get find
1: out how to Hey, what Dev, are what are you doing.
0: up to this weekend? Uh, I think we're going to go to a party bus.
1: Oh, uh, that sounds dope. Hey, I'll join you on that party bus. We can go to the Nuggets game. We go on uh, <laughs> separate buses on purpose. Oh, listen, because I get the party rocking. Well, last time, last time, the only thing that was bad about the party buses, one of the buses did not have a sound system involved. One of them did. I was in charge of that one, and I
2: brought it. Vote has notifications turned off. Sick. <laughs> oh, okay, perfect. Okay. That's like, I'm sure he has like an auto turn off at a certain oh, hour or like something. <laughs>
3: look at this shadowy vote. figure but where the Deep hell throat. are you man dude we do podcasts from this room all the time i'm right next to the the press room
2: well everybody watching he's from, you can't tell but he's at Ballerino. <laughs> i would have never guessed that i'm <laughs> yeah, not gonna lie he's, to he's, you that, Vo- that is Ballerino. we do have some legitimacy
3: Brendan here, vote in a
1: holding cell are you drunk
3: <laughs> Does it look any different than my Brazil setup? Not really. I mean that's what I but it's supposed <laughs> to. That's the point. Is it's supposed
2: to look different. People and are also, like, oh wow, look, it's a also credentialed a bra- media member at, at a place of entry. Also in Brazil, we were able to see your face.
3: <laughs> listen, listen it, Jokic spoke tonight, so we waited a while and they're already breaking it down out there. I just want to make sure you guys can hear me. That's all right. <laughs> all right, what do we what do we got? What do you got for? It's like
2: screw you, hang up.
1: Well,
3: first of all, I don't know if you guys saw Jeff Green drew the technical in that game. He was upset with Chris Paul, who stopped in transition, undercut him, which is almost you know, can be a really scary injury for a big guy. Uh, classic Chris Paul, but you go
2: ahead and say it. Chris Paul was on his bullshit. Yes, we saw it. It was annoying. Like I don't honestly, Jeff Green lost his cool. People gotta learn how to like fall on top of players. Like it would have been better if he would have grabbed Chris Paul and fell and like shoved his face into the ground and been like, sorry, you tripped right in front of me. I fell on you. <laughs>
3: You're not wrong. So friend of the show, TJ McBride, reported that uh, he he had sources on it. Jeff Green angrily stormed towards the Suns locker room. He was held back in teammates and staffers, but he was uh, quite fired up after the game. So there's our first note. Um, We heard from Coach Malone, of course, who sort of split the difference tonight, I think, in his mood. He was enthusiastic. um, His opening remarks, he said, I'm proud of our guys. You've got to tip your cap to Phoenix. It's a great team, but we fought we gave our chance. To, uh, we gave ourselves a chance. <clears throat> Problem is to beat that team, you have to play perfect basketball.
2: So true. Tonight,
3: the Nuggets had 17 turnovers for 30 points. That's not great. And then Malone also cited the undisciplined fouling. So, you know, for the fans at home, put aside in your minds, maybe the calls you didn't like so much, you can still probably conjure some where the Nuggets played great defense, but then didn't give a guy landing space, right? And there's a lot of undisciplined fouling that that concluded some otherwise great defensive possessions.
2: It's so true. Um, so what was this? An eight point game or a ten point game? A ten point game, and there were two shooting foul, three point shooting fouls. Like I know it's it never is you just apples to apples, but like that's six points, man. Yep. Those were both really really dumb fouls. Yep. We think about the
3: bones one he had in crunch time where he fouled Mikal. and like you're never gonna get a stop, and you're always gonna get whistled for that one. So I think that's what he means by undisciplined fouls. Obviously. Um, that's the best team in the NBA, Malone said, and against the best team in the NBA, you can't help them. And tonight, Denver did. So true. Um, on Devin Booker, he talked about Aaron Gordon taking the assignment in the second half. I haven't seen matchup data, guys. Booker gave it to a little bit of it to everyone tonight, but uh, Malone talked about how it started early and how they let Booker get going. Will Barton, who had the primary assignment, He's a great player. He's a runoff. He's a guy you have to pick up early and take away his airspace. We were running out to him on the three-point line like he wasn't a shooter. Uh, once a, he said, I've been doing this for all these years. Once a guy gets on fire, it's almost impossible to put it out. Um, it's so true, definitely man. True, definitely true. Barton's defense was not great in the first quarter. And from there, I mean, it was no one's was particularly great on Booker, but to Malone's point, I mean, at that point, that dude was just – living on another planet. He just couldn't see any defenders, so they let him get going too early. <clears throat> on Bones closing, he just said i put him back in for Jeff late just because he's having a really good night, so nothing more or less to it than that. Um, and then on if there was a little extra tonight and if there typically is when these two teams match up, quote, I think so. I think it's great as long as it stays above board, which I think it did tonight. This is a team that we've had a lot of close contests with, And that's what this team, this time of year, should be about. I'm all for it. Um, Hell yeah! There's no moral victories this time of year, but I was really proud of how we competed and gave ourselves a shot down the stretch. Yeah, I will say, guys, Malone has gone back and forth within any given answer on how he feels about moral victories, Um, but (laughs) there was a little bit of inspiration tonight, and part of that was explained. When he was asked if this, between the Clippers game and this game, sure, they, they lost down the stretch, but did he does he feel like they responded from that Boston Celtics drubbing? And Malone said, yes. And then he also said, look, I'm lucky. I have people in my life that care about me, but are also not afraid to be honest. And those people pointed out that when you take a step back and you look around the NBA, those games happen. It's not just Denver, particularly Boston right now. Um, we responded well against the Clippers and we responded well again tonight. You just can't help the best team in the NBA. We also heard from Bones Highland, um, who said it felt good to be closing again, but we didn't close the game good. Just minor mistakes didn't execute well. Um, We didn't close out. That's the only thing on my mind. We should have won that one. He agreed that he felt whatever people are talking about with the energy when the Suns and the Nuggets played. He says, I felt that all, a lot of animosity a lot of competing. Um, there was a lot of trash talking, he pointed out. I asked him if he was eager to put his stamp on what he's stepping into, right, which appears to be a budding rivalry. And he said, I stay in my lane, I talk to myself, I get myself and the crowd pumped up, tries not to do too much trash talking to the other team. However, he said the Suns were trying to get in his head tonight, uh, plenty of trash talking. He said, they tried to throw me off, tried to get me out of the game, but that stuff don't phase me. Um, he was asked, "Does he think this is the best team they've faced this season?" And he said, "By far, yes." Um, on breaking the Denver Nuggets rookie three-point record, which he did tonight, he passed Jamal Murray. And he said, "It means a lot to me. I put in so much work and time into my craft and game. It's a huge accomplishment for me. Definitely going to tell Molly I got that for sure." Um, and then finally, I asked Bones. I don't know if you guys saw Boogie. <laughs> Boogie got pretty heated again tonight and after he sort of threw up that desperation thinking to get the rep through call the Suns had a tr- transition and bones highland took a foul on purpose and he said that actually was just to give boogie a breather and just, i don't know if you saw bones came up and wrapped around him and started talking uh and Bones says i feel like he listens to me i feel like there's mutual respect there and i he said, I did take that foul on purpose because I just know him so well. This mf for um, man, I swear to God. Man. Is Bones perfect? That's my, I mean, like, that's
2: uh, up next.
3: We'll be discussing. What, a pact between us four. No one him anything political ever. Just yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> We're like, Bones, that was a great three. What do you think of the Ukraine? Yeah,
2: Jesus, wow, guys. Wow. All right. <laughs> all right.
3: But he did did say, yeah, like, I I just know him. I know how he responds to fouls, and so I wanted to try to slow him. We also spoke with Jokic. I asked him, I said, I know you often categorize turnovers as just something that happens, a symptom of what happens when you try to pass the ball. But you personally had eight tonight. How would you categorize those? And he said it was a little bit of everything. You know, there were some where it was miscommunication with the teammates. There were some where it just slipped out of my hands. Some were great defense by them. he talked about the one he saw Jeff in transition and, and he just thought they were connected, but they weren't, overthrew him a little. He said there is one where he spun baseline. Personally thought he got fouled and he didn't, so he tried to pass to Jeff and threw it into the stands. Said one to Will just slipped. It was a little bit of everything tonight. Um, he was asked about that budding rivalry we all keep talking about, to which Jokic shrugged and said, Quote, I don't know. The budding so, rivalry? He, uh, just between Phoenix and, and Denver, just the extra energy—if there's a rivalry uh, there—and uh, Jokic, Jokic shrugged and said, "I don't know." What is mean? there?
2: Do you guys think there's a budding rivalry between Phoenix? Like Denver doesn't win them.
3: Yeah, we need to. Uh, we got to
2: win the game before we could be a rivalry. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're... certainly,
3: guys. But I think we were talking about it on this very show just last week. I mean, um, the Phoenix Suns. Of the yeah, we were, no, we were talking right. about the Clippers. the Clippers. Yeah, you are right. But I mean, look, I think there is something to like these two teams get chippy, and and we have yet to, you know, Denver full strength wants to know how they play these guys. There's no doubt. Uh, Jeff Green charged the locker room tonight. Like Phoenix was on the back to back tonight with in theory, nothing to prove to anyone that looked like a team who felt like they had a lot to prove and a message they wanted to send. And for what it's worth, fellas, I could hear them celebrating in the locker room for the entire pressures. They were fired up tonight so anyway Jokic doesn't give a shit. that's the point he's he <laughs> our guy he was asked about the trash talk and all that and he says he respects it like especially guys like bones who try to talk themselves up get themselves going it's just not his style he says when i win i try to be humble when i lose i try to be humble um, and then finally on execution and if denver can get to phoenix's level of execution he said, look, they have a really good team. They have really good role players. Everybody's playing for each other. They're well coached. Booker at 49 tonight, but Bridges at 22. Everybody is always giving something. Um, and he said, if we can reach that level, I don't know. Maybe just be better, I guess. Hmm. That's it, fellas.
2: What is your takeaway from the game, Vote? They played well
3: tonight. Uh, I mean, if you go, you know what's funny? You go through this tied the first quarter 31 31 denver wins the second quarter 37 35 they tie the third 38 38. the phoenix suns execute in crunch time and it's something without jamal murray the nuggets have struggled to do consistently so not terribly surprising right to see that's the difference right there um i thought denver was right in this game i think malone is dead on i mean if they clean up some of those turnovers you'll get eight tonight um Then they're right there with a a best team in the NBA who was playing at a high level. So it was a good showing. But again, in terms of what's the difference between Denver and Phoenix right now, health aside, to me, this is just really it. Those wheels are so greased. They never miss a beat. And when it comes time, you know, when it comes down to crunch time, Phoenix just takes it to another level. And and Denver doesn't have that right now. So they were close. It was a good showing. But at the end of the day, they, they helped the Phoenix team beat them a little too much. And they and they lost it in Crunch
2: time. All righty, vote. Well, thank you for the report. Um, get home safe from uh, the yeah, closet we, you're in. Do you need to, us to bail you out to tell us? <laughs> yes, or no.
3: I'll shoot you a text after the show. Okay, All
2: right. cool. All righty, take
1: it <laughs> easy. Anyways,
3: appreciate it.
0: Um, that does you guys have any final thoughts here? I mean, the the loss last night from the Timberwolves um, keeps them like just still even, like. The, the Nuggets uh are they can still control the end of the season if you look at the schedules. Um Timberwolves have a very tough schedule like you know, coming up still. Um Denver's not so much, but they have to respond. They still have to play very, very hard. So the good and bad thing is Denver does still have like some really meaningful games in these next couple of, of them. So Denver still has to play extremely hard and well to get back i mean to get ready for the playoffs but that's like that's that's the beauty in it all like that the, they they're gonna have to be able to prove it themselves and, and get through and i feel like they will you know? yeah man
1: like just the my main takeaway is just i'm i'm proud of the squad tonight i'm proud of the squad What's was he happening? calling back Yeah. I did him
2: but i mean hey. does, does he have something else to share
1: Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> you should. Have I was like, you were on. just like erased. You no, should have brought on. So you can tell him what an idiot he is. Uh, okay. You uh, But I, uh, I am actually very encouraged by this. You're not supposed to have moral victories, this, or moral, uh, you know, losses. I suppose. Uh, but, man, I don't know. Like, I'm feeling good about where the Nuggets are right now. That was not a game we should have expected to win. That that is the best team in the NBA. We are shorthanded that was as good as the Denver, like that, if the if we get that out of the Denver Nuggets, like it's going to be a good end of the year. It's going to be, you know, like we will get as far as it feels like we should. Like I don't, we won't feel shortchanged. Sounds
2: good. Are you interested tomorrow? Mavericks, uh, Timberwolves, like how, what's your level of interest in this game tomorrow?
0: I think it's the same as it was the last time they played. I feel like every single loss from the Timberwolves is a positive for huge. Denver. It's huge. So, yeah, it's exactly. So I feel like it's it's as if it's a Nuggets game, the type of excitement <laughs> yeah. that you have to have if you're a Nuggets fan, really. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm i
2: excited for it. I'm very excited, like that game tomorrow is almost as important as any Nuggets game. You know, so, you're right, you're right. It, um,
1: with it's scoreboard watching time, it's that time of year, I'm officially locked in. I, I now know the standings, I, that hasn't been the case all year. And all Rookie Bones.
2: Last thing I'll say before we get out of here. Tomorrow, Serbian Corner. I'm going to be on with my the homie Miroslav. I'm an honorary Serbian, just like Dev tomorrow. So uh, I got a little one-day citizenship. With the H. Yeah, so I can't wait. Uh, you can probably hop on, too, if you wanted to. Yeah, but I'm you, sure you never get citizenship. You, you can't be a citizen. Never. But we
1: can get you a green card. I'll get a visa. Man, this feels bad. Dev doesn't want me to be his his national buddy. Uh, But then
2: also, I just wanted to say, you know, I did a podcast. We do podcasts on off days as well. Last one I did uh, with Ethan Strauss, my favorite writer in all of basketball. He doesn't even write about basketball that much. He writes about a bunch of things. My favorite writer. And I thought it was an A-plus conversation. It's different. It was less about the Nuggets and more about just the NBA and how it works, the, the marketing and media machine. I just thought it was really, he's such an interesting guy and I just enjoyed that conversation. So if you guys don't always listen to the shows on off days, you're going to want to go back and check that one out because I thought it was a very good one. Hit that like button on the way out. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Let's go.